0: Welcome back to the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me yet on another wonderful Friday filled with manifesting, mindfulness, and magic. My name is Sarah Ray. I am your manifesting coach, and I'm going to help you break through your manifesting ceiling. On this podcast, we explore the world of metaphysics so we can discover our own spiritual truth. So take what resonates, leave what doesn't, and always dig deeper today's episode is featuring a woman i admire and partner with in business she is the lovely tam Vayu, the brilliant creator behind the energy almanac which we all know that i'm obsessed with and talk about a lot especially if you're in our free facebook group with our weekly circles with astrology check-ins um so today we're going to be talking about why we love astrology and why we love the energy almanac so hi tam (laughs) thanks for having or coming back on the podcast again multiple years later it's awesome
1: it ha- We've known each other a while now. Thank you for having me back. It's always my pleasure to be in your presence.
0: Oh, same to you. <laughs> That's so Thank nice you. of you to say. So let's um, start by having you tell us a little bit about yourself, and about the art and the alchemy and the astrology that you contribute to the world.
1: Absolutely. I like to say I am Tam and Tam I am and Yes, that's silly and that's all fine with me because I highly value fun. I have been a creator my entire life, an artist. My mother says I was just like four when I could draw better than any adult she knew. (laughs) Um, So I've been an artist for a very long time, but really stepped into the alchemy part of my life around 2012. I mean, I had my early epiphanies much sooner than that, but I started coaching life coaching, business coaching in 2012, and astrology tapped me on the shoulder officially in 2018.
0: Yeah, what were your first impressions with astrology?
1: Oh, my very first impressions are really old, Sarah Ray. They go back to when I was a little girl and my parents used to actually like call us out by our signs. I have have two brothers, an older and a younger, and oh, you're such a little Virgo. And oh, him—he's a Leo. All oh, that one we would know him, you know. So astrology was like part of my life growing up. And uh, by the when I was in my 20s, like I did that early adult thing where you like you read your horoscope in the newspaper, and uh, did that all through my 20s. And in my 30s, I was like finally getting my first natal reading, which I very quickly tucked into a sock drawer. So because I couldn't understand it. <laughs> And then um, astrology tapped me on the shoulder really hard in 2018. And it has been a dance with the cosmos ever since then. I don't know if you were wondering about my history, but that's my history. with yeah. astrology. My impression of astro- astrology is that it's an inch wide and it's a mile or 10 deep.
0: It's yeah.
1: Fact, It's a really, really big subject, as you know.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You can always go deeper with astrology. Always. And I like that we can all like look at it superficially and get value from it, or we can dig really deep and just go all in very Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um,
1: you're so right about that. I mean it's and it's so easy to get really lost really quickly inside of astrology if you want to. The good news is you don't have to, you can gain a lot in your life simply by knowing your sun sign your moon sign and your rising sign it's called the astrological triad if you're listening to this show and you're like oh i really don't get astrology and i don't want to just learn those three things what is my sun what is my moon what is my rising understand that and you'll at least have a real true view of who you are um, and how other people would would really see you
0: yeah, absolutely. I actually did a podcast episode about those big three recently, although I do- did not know when I did that episode that it was called the Astrological Triad. So, yeah, yeah I just call it your big three. But yeah. now I know there's a word for it. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, it was- I absolutely agree. And that's really all you need to know. All the average person needs to know. Yes. But then there's people like us that always go way deeper. Right. Um. So, yeah, I'm, I feel like my first impressions of astrology way back in the day was well yeah obviously (laughs) you know what I mean like I didn't like question it ever so it never felt like out of place in my life like similar to you but I didn't like my mom didn't really wasn't into it the way yours was but it never felt weird you know what I mean right yeah never felt weird that's good
1: um you know for the ones who it feels it feels awkward too that's okay too you can always come to astrology over time
0: (laughs) yeah Absolutely. Do you think natal chart readings are necessary or do you think we could just pay attention to what is happening around
1: us? I actually really do believe in the natal reading as a really key element to personal growth and development. Um, I especially now that I know so much about astrology, it's really easy to understand like particularly my children knowing their triads not that i've memorized all the placements of their planets, but knowing my children's triads i can see that's why he makes those decisions that's why she's behaving in that manner and then it's kind of like you you're not trying to correct your children, but you understand them more fully. You, you, and you can also kind of help guide them differently by knowing that. So the, a person knowing their natal chart really helps you in your personal decision-making. I just think everybody should like mandatory,
0: have one at at um, adult once they're like 18. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And mix it in with the tarot reading and all that <laughs> <Absolutely>. stuff. <laughs> so, okay you should share with us if you're comfortable what your big three are
1: oh absolutely i say it all the time i know <laughs> uh sun in virgo my moon is in taurus and my rising sign is sagittarius and i would go even further and say my my sun is in the ninth house my moon is in the fifth house of creativity i um ninth house is a publishing And faith and belief systems. And then my rising sign is Sagittarius, which is about your personality.
0: Yeah. 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 You just perfectly illustrated the fact that you can go ever deeper. Right. With astrology.
1: And to go even deeper, like I have a stellium around my sun. There are other planets that are all within a very tight orbit. And so I have um, Pluto and Uranus and the sun and Mercury.
0: Wow.
1: Right there so
0: pretty cool. awesome that yeah. is cool it's i don't think i i don't know if i have any stelliums personally but i feel like i've at this point i've memorized where all my planets are yeah yeah, yeah. even that i feel like that's like whoa and then i try <laughs> i try to throw the houses in there too yep. um yeah and i and just now recently with your help i've been trying to pay attention to where the current planets are in relation to my personal chart right um, so and that is way more insightful than anything. Really, it, in my opinion.
1: It, it really is. And that's kind of like your your solar r- return reading and kind of understanding where those planets are according to your taking your birth chart and relating it to where the planets are today. Um I I had a thought about how people who are listening, they're gonna ask about and then it's gone. So it'll yeah, come back. It'll come it'll,
0: back. <laughs> it always does. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that's cool to have a stellium Um do all those planets this is just a question I've been wondering astrologically. All the planets in your stellium, do they share a sign or are they all in different signs? Um,
1: They can spill over into another one. Okay. My share a sign. They do? Yeah. Oh, what is it? Virgo.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I thought I was. Well, I've been told that I am what they call an uber Virgo, super Virgo. Like I have so much Virgo energy. Part of it is that my Virgo is at the 29th degree the last degree of any sign is a karmic sign. It's a big, like big things happen at that degree. Um, And that happens to be where my son is. So that there's a lot of Virgo energy right there. And um, I thought I was the only like biggest Virgo I ever knew. And then I realized my, what I call my twin brother, he's not actually my twin, but we're an Irish twin. He, He has a stellium in Virgo in the first house and his sun his moon and his rising his triad is all <laughs> Virgo.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That is so insane. It is insane and scary. <laughs> <laughs> One of my uh, favorite people that I have been working with recently, she is a quadruple Capricorn. I don't know where all her houses are or anything, but um the first four, sun, moon, rising and um I'm blanking on the next planet. Help me on here, Tam
1: well i mean is it mercury (laughs) Uh, Mercury,
0: yes mercury that's what it is yeah they're all in capricorn
1: wow so yeah wow that's amazing
0: yeah she's pretty great if you're listening she knows who she is she's pretty (laughs) awesome yeah um so i also want to ask you um what do you think the biggest myth about astrology is that people believe
1: um I I really think two of them two myths that I want to bust is that it's too hard and it's not for me. If yeah. if you could remember your triad where you know what sign is my sun what sign is my moon and what sign is my ascendant that's the beginning of astrology and that's easy enough to remember. So um there's that but the other thing is that it's too late for me it's not too late to know more about yourself and i am a big believer in the more you know the more that you grow and i think people like you and i are on this path of um spiritual development and if you can know what your boundaries and limitations and karmic lessons are if you can know where the opportunities are if you know why you talk too much or not enough if you know why money is hard your decision making just gets better and I guess I just thought of a third one is like, ah, you know, this is not of God or it's not of the Bible. And that's mm. another one. I, I recently had somebody walk past, I had a table set up at a, an expo. She walks by by me and puts her hands up and she goes, Oh no, I'm a Jesus freak. And I, lo- I looked at her and I go, so am I, I'm a Jesus freak too. So read Genesis. and <laughs> and, she, and she stopped and she went, Oh, <laughs> so, you know, it's it's in the Bible that God gave us the the moon and the stars so that we could have them to our advantage. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> I absolutely agree. That's awesome. It's it's funny how people think that their important religious figures don't have a place in spirituality, right? Like they can't exist outside of religion, right? And the spirituality aspects can't exist within religion.
1: Mm-hmm. it's it's too bad that people um feel that way and there's that box and i always say like forgive those people that think that way because they don't know what they don't know well, and, of course yeah. and that's i love to approach things that are really neutral perspective and just say you know you can have your ideas and i can have mine and that's all good and well i also want to say um for those who are listening who that is a problem for look at psalm 19. that's another really beautiful astrologically bent Um, piece of the Bible that I like to refer people to. So, heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, um, night after night, they reveal their knowledge. Those are the two lines that really, to me, are important. They pour forth speech. They're telling us information. Night after night, they reveal their knowledge. We're talking about... The heavens what are in the heavens the moon the stars planets are just very large stars um so to me that's that's what god is saying like they're pouring forth knowledge and if he's offering us knowledge aren't we to take it
0: yeah that is really beautiful i love the idea of the stars pouring knowledge over us it reminds me of the hope um with a star um card of hope in the tarot where she the star is pouring over
1: Right. Hey, yeah, that's that's a very good example. And we live under an open heaven. God is going to pour on us everything we need to live a beautiful life. And Psalm 19 proves that
0: astrology is part of that. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I haven't read that one. It's been many years since I've had open, opened up an actual Christian Bible. So ah, I appreciate well, you sharing that. With me.
1: I've been enjoying when I was your age, same thing. I hadn't i have made my way back and back and i keep going deeper and deeper into that and it's been really interesting to come back around to it fascinating
0: and the only bibles i have right now i have like one tiny pocket old testament and one tiny pocket new testament, So i don't have it like all in one book oh gosh <laughs> get yourself one girl i know i do need one bibles are interesting and i love that you brought that back through in astrology because that is something a lot of people struggle with in this realm and i know there are a lot of people listening that have a hard time like finding that marriage between spirituality and religion and yeah. we're all talking about the same thing at the end of the day i agree, yeah. I agree too. so what can astrology do for us
1: wow everything so much um i I'm at a point where I I can use astrology in so many different ways. It's everything from doing a birth chart, a natal chart for my business to see what are my business hurdles and opportunities this year, a solar return, just on the business itself. Because if you think of your business as its own entity, it's got a life of its own and I need to be able to make decisions that way. Um, For myself, getting my solar return every year and understanding um, what's going to be hard? Like, what is my theme for the year? I happen to know my theme for my birth year this year is partnerships. Isn't that- <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just, so knowing those kinds of things is great, but more than that, like my husband said to me last week, because last week was a week to remember. It was a week for the books. And he said to me, Tam, what do other people do who don't read the almanac and don't know that this was going to be expected? (laughs) And I laugh because he's become such a cheerleader for the book. But having like astrology written out in layman's terms in a way that people can understand helps you zig and zag. That's what it's about. For me, astrology is about day-to-day decision-making. So last week, there was a lot of really rough energy. Mars was having his way with us and knowing that aggression and action taking was right in our face you knew to step back take a breath because it was all going to shift over time and in the energy almanac last week we actually said hold on till sunday because you'll feel a lot better then and sure enough as things were ramping up and i felt like i was bumping into wall after wall after wall by saturday night i'm like oh something's changing and by sunday i was like i feel better and so you're not alone. A lot of people will tell me about the Energy Almanac. They'll say, it's like a security blanket. I've heard people say, it's like my Bible. I had one person say, it's the only book on my desk. I mean, so it, it can be hope bring, hope bringing too.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people kind of circling back to the woman that you talked to at the expo think that astrology is scary or that it there's a lot of doom and gloom. Like I've met women recently that say things along the lines of, I am not into astrology because it's too negative or there's not enough optimism in it. Um, which I totally, maybe it's just my outlook on life, but I know you agree with me with that. I don't see that at all. Like I definitely see all optimism. So is astrology scary? Are we scared of the stars? (laughs) I think people are in general,
1: but I mean, It's all in the delivery. So, so some people um, won't go to a psychic because, oh my God, it's all doom and gloom. And they're going to tell me something I don't want to know. Knowledge is power and applied knowledge is really powerful. So if somebody says, if you can only remember you have free will, somebody says to you, oh, it's going to be a terrible Tuesday. Well, you know that you're, you're, knowledge says oh it's going to be terrible maybe i'll just lay low maybe i'll just lighten my schedule for that day so if you are a powerless person then sure astrology is scary but if you are a powerful person making your own decisions day by day then it's knowledge knowledge is power i can adjust accordingly
0: yes yes <laughs> power i'm all about self-empowerment yeah we do we are not victims here in the world of spiritually inspired not over here
1: not at all yay because not even close no everybody is creating their own reality in every minute of every day astrology or no astrology yep i had a hard week last week i sure did and i knew it was coming to an end because i knew that the transits were going to shift and by sunday i'd
0: be good sure yeah 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 i absolutely agree with that i mean what you just said is that we're constantly manifesting that's like my whole thing <laughs> it's <laughs> like when I've been shouting from the rooftops forever because it's true and all you need to do is how is to know how to mindfully channel it yes. and astrology helps you do that mm-hmm. because there's this um myth about manifesting that how it relates to astrology is that you're you are creating every blessed little thing and that y- only you are influencing what's being created does that make sense but mm-hmm. it like it like doesn't account for all the other energies at play all the mm-hmm. other factors at play so if you manifest and work more in tune with the energies that are actually around you fare a lot better rather than just trying to be your own uh stake post yeah, in the we're, ocean
1: we're not islands we're not yeah,
0: exactly so, yeah.
1: no i totally agree with you and i just heard something as you were talking like um you're talking about manifestation and it made me think of jupiter you know the mm-hmm. planet expansion and hope and really manifestation in jupiter is known as the jesus planet and saturn is known as the satan planet you can't tell me the bible is not relative to astrology i believe it is very very
0: much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and look at about the times historically speaking both of these things came into being right Mm -hmm. they're around the same time and they grew up together so to speak (laughs) yeah, yeah yeah do you have a favorite planet tam of course i do yeah
1: it's, it's jupiter <laughs> it's,
0: i figured that was gonna be the answer
1: yeah i think my Sag rising like it's like when your underwear show in the back of your pants you know you bend over in your underwear show <laughs> that, that's jupiter <laughs> that for me that's jupiter like i i'm a virgo i love being home alone doing my work service to others that's who i am truthfully but I know that people see me as this gregarious, hopeful, advice-giving Sagittarius, and I really do see the glass as half full. And it's like I wear Jupiter every day in my brown underwear, like they're completely Jupiter. <laughs> that's that's how I'm wired, is to be hopeful and optimistic and deliver good news.
0: Yeah, I can relate to that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Optimism is totally how I choose to live. Yep, really important. I feel like I have a special connection with the moon. Like I really enjoy the moon. Yeah, uh, but you know, I also really like Venus. I can't help it. Like, oh, okay. yeah,
1: hanging out there. Yep. Yeah. Good. Yeah. good. Good. Good.
0: That's my Libra coming yeah, out a little
1: bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a little granddaughter. Um, she has to say goodnight to the moon every night. Her parents will walk her out they used to carry her out now they walk her out and every night she'll find it and point to it and say good night to it
0: so even that, when it's cold
1: oh my gosh yes absolutely it doesn't take but 30 or 45 seconds to just go and you know share her thoughts with the moon i think it's such a beautiful thing how did that
0: start do you know
1: I wish I knew um, her dad is really into astronomy. Like he's more okay. scientifically minded. And I think he was probably trying to show her this is a planet. And it just became, it started with that. But like the last time we were together and it was a full moon, I'm like, hey, honey, we're under a Gemini moon and let's talk to the Gemini moon. So I will start. She's only three. Um, she's three going on 33. So <laughs> She's a wise old soul. So she and I are going to start having conversations about this. That's
0: awesome. I love that so much. And I also love how kids react. Like one time, one of my preschool students, um, they ran up to me and like had like the tiniest little feather because they always find the tiniest little things to pick up. And he ran right up to me and said, look, Mr. A feather. And I was like, oh, when feathers appear, angels are near. And he's like, I don't think that's true. (laughs) And i thought that was the cutest thing but he was four so yeah i love i love sharing that sort of stuff with kids because it's so like they take it just so genuinely you they know do. and that's so magical i i would love to do that sort of thing with with my daughter who loves that You should. she she calls the cats a lot that's probably the only thing that i didn't teach her to she goes pff, 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 to call the cats <laughs> <laughs> so okay we've talked about the energy almanac a little bit so let's talk a little bit more about like its entire philosophy which is incorporating holistic practices and spiritual practices to create this sort of magical lifestyle so how do we do that what's the first step to do that besides find the energy almanac obviously so- <laughs> yeah grab
1: energy almanac and then just commit like commit in your heart that i want to learn astrology through the energy almanac. That's one of like the best ways to learn astrology is, is through listening to the weekly predictions, literally set a timer on your smartphone to go off every Sunday night at the same time. Or if you're a Monday morning planner, let it go off at seven in the morning, pick up your book and read the prediction and then apply it to your life don't just read it and put it away read it and look at your calendar and say what decisions am i making what is on my calendar what should i move and fix and adjust according to the astrology that's the first part of living with the moon and the stars but then after that like At the beginning of every month at the front of every month you grab your resources right you go get your essential oil and maybe when you're reading your weekly prediction maybe you're putting it on to remind yourself that oh yeah this is the oil of the month and it's going to help me you get your resources right away get your stones get your oils and have them wherever you keep your book as your as sort of your reminders the yoga practices and the reading of articles are Are yours to choose if you're bored on a saturday pick up the book read the article use its suggestion and the moon articles like in particular for 2023 the moon articles are fabulous written by yours (laughs) well thank you i appreciate that they're amazing there are affirmations there memorize them write them down 10 times there's just like a hundred ways that you can use the almanac i actually should do that a hundred ways to use the almanac
0: that's a great idea okay you're gonna help me with that <laughs> this is not a business meeting <laughs> no. that is a great idea i love it yeah that's so true though i love how it's like the energy almanac is digestible
1: it is digestible that's and it's
0: real- in, it's intended to be alongside your calendar like it's not just some super thick guidebook
1: right no it's just yeah. it's it's really not standalone. It's meant to be like, it's your friends, like have your conversation with your book, read the articles, make notes in your book. I was, I just found my book from two years ago and I was reading all the entries. I like to write in my almanac um, what happened for me that week and what decisions I adjusted. And was also what was going on in the world, if somebody famous passed away or if, Um, Something happened geopolitically. I just, I write it out. It's remarkable how you can piece together the transits.
0: Um, So you become more mindful, really. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up the idea of bringing in what's happening in the outside world. Because that is something we don't talk about a lot about the energy element. But it does talk about the global stage, too. It does, because
1: it really is based on... Uh, mundane astrology, mundane meaning what's happening in general for the whole planet. So Capricorn normally is self-discipline and autonomy and sort of form structure and business personally. But on the mundane world, it's government, health care, big business, it's institutions. So there's mundane and then there's like the more personal and the two co-mingle inside of the energy almanac.
0: They do, because you can't have one without the other. Right on. You can't be a hermit as much as we may want to. Yep. (laughs) So is there anything else you'd like to tell us about the energy? I'm like, I talk about it a lot, so people know what it's all about. But you're the one that it's your birth child. You birthed this book. I did. So hearing hearing about it directly from you and what it means to you is a, a fresh opportunity. Well, it's
1: really a love affair with me. It's kind of, and you know, I have that like Jupiter part that screams a lot. Um, it's it's really a big, I'm in love with it. And I love writing it. I love selling it. I love talking about it. It's, there is so much good information in this book. I'm, I'm blown away when people think they can walk by it and not have one in their household. Because who doesn't want to know when there's going to be road rage, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Who doesn't?
1: want to know when the co-workers are going to be jerks or who doesn't need some relief. Sometimes you just like what resource could i use this week that would that would help me. Oh, oh, this gemstone. Oh, oh, this affirmation. Oh, a yoga pose. Like it's just a book for life and i just want more people to put it in their hands because it is that good. It really is that good.
0: That truly is.
1: Yeah. It is. That's why
0: we're here right now. <laughs>
1: It is i was telling somebody it started in on may 4th may the 4th be with you um, <laughs> it started on may 4th 2018 and it was birthed in 12 weeks gestation and um we went from selling 420 books that year to 900 the next year 1100 1500 and this year will go even more than that and you know yeah, we're not in the ten thousands yet, but it grows year over year. We're now in, we're in several countries. Oh my gosh! I want to say to all of your um, audience that if you live in Spain, Germany, Australia, you can get a book. We have access to get you that book. So um, we're an international company now, and that is just something to be proud of.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It is something to be proud of, and you did it all by yourself until. Two months ago when i came into your life so that yeah. <laughs> were in, in this new capacity i should say but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did all by yourself and that is awesome it's is definitely one of the reasons why i admire you well thank you so much it's i
1: i want to stay humble i mean it does take a team and i have had a lot of help um along the way so yeah. i'm grateful it's been an exciting journey
0: yeah and it only gets better this is by far the best version it's the it fifth is. edition it's fantastic
1: yep it's remarkable i have to say when i saw it i don't i haven't normally like got emotional about it but when i saw this one this year like i got like it took my breath away oh my god like i know i,
0: <laughs> I know just the art by itself is stunning and beautiful and i love like the flecky flecky flicks of gold the oh yes. flecks of gold effect <laughs> kind Flex. of on the cover yeah, yeah and it's it's a spiral bound which i love too so
1: yeah yep, it is
0: awesome thank you so you can go to spirituallyinspired.co slash almanac to get yours. That's my affiliate link. And it's on choosebigchange.com as well. If you want to go straight to the source and buy your own. And- I'm not going to lie. It's also on
1: on Amazon.
0: It is on Amazon. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You
0: can find it anywhere. You can. Yeah. Because the world needs it. That's yeah. I've always believed that since three years ago, I found it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep, this needs to be everywhere. <laughs> so. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on again, Tam. Do you have any final parting words or invitations? Where can we find you as well? Oh, yeah. Invitations.
1: I have a lot of really um, exciting uh, workshops coming up. I, as a coach, I have a lot. Um, I am born, in, born under the waning gibbous moon. Find out which moon you were born under because each phase of the moon has a different meaning. Yes. Waning Gibbous is about reviewing, reflecting, and then reporting out what you find. And I have this huge urge to teach everybody how to review their life. So I've been doing this for many, many years now. Um, I do an annual in your jammies online retreat called Review, Reflect, and Renew. And we do a deep dive into what happened all of last year how you feel about it then we do some clearing processes using eft and then we do some planning based on the astrology for the year ahead so uh that's coming up in january of 2023 my website for all things tam and almanac choose bigchange.com. dot com yeah
0: thank you so much tam and you can find her at the energy almanac uh and on instagram so yeah. go there too Yay! Thank you so much, Tam. Got it. Thanks. Thank you for listening. If you want even more spiritual awesomeness, there's plenty waiting for you over in our free Facebook group. Join us for guided meditations, guided rituals, Reiki shares, master classes, tarot readings, Q and A's, and plenty of discussions with other modern mystics. This is a totally safe space to ask questions, meet other like-minded, open-hearted women, and our community truly won't feel complete without you. So head over to spirituallyinspiredco group to join today.